Fox Sports 1498.3 FM presents Start Your Engines. Here's your race team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Track reporter and racing insider, Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. Now, here's your host for Start Your Engines. Racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. Good Saturday morning and welcome to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1400 here at the Beacon Drive-In Studios in Spartanburg. And what is a considerably better looking day than yesterday. Absolutely. I mean, that was a, that was a good sleep in day that yesterday. Was, it was just nasty and miserable. It was all day long till the sun went down at my house. And uh, we have um, got a good show for you this morning with a special guest coming up in our second segment, Jeremy Clements, our local driver. And... Um, Jeremy had a great run last week with a 10th place. I, listen, I'm anxious to talk to him, too, because I think he does such a good job. He does a great job, and uh, he had an 8th earlier in the year and now a 10th, uh, so he's uh, maybe going to finish in a in a flurry. Greg, how you doing this morning? Well, hanging in there, just like y'all yesterday, was absolutely miserable. I mean, it, it, you know, I got my usual time, 7, 7.30, early and everything. It seemed like the sun never come up. <laughs> know you know, that. I was looking up at the clock, and it was like 11 o'clock. Yeah. It's still dark outside. And I said, well, I don't think I'll be doing too much today. But, uh, but yeah, we got, we got a good show lined up. And uh, and Jeremy's done a lot, lot of neat things. And uh, didn't he win uh, uh, Road America? He, that was last year. He won Road last America year. and made the playoffs. And this year, he's uh, he is like the... I call him the, he's at the top of the second class. In other words, of the people that made the chase, he didn't unfortunately make the chase, but of the the rest of them, 13 on back, he's in 14th place, and he's only like six points out of, out of 13th. So he's in there. He's a, a force to be reckoned with every week. We know that he's a little short on money, but uh, not short on talent. Well, I, I don't know. And uh, I was talking to him earlier in the week, and, once again, that that that's the situation they have, but they do awful good with the resource they have because they got, you know, his daddy Tony builds some excellent motors, but you know it's hard to outrun Hubie inches and rectangular dollars. <laughs> you just about can't that's do it. it. The, you, the, you hit the key on the, you hit the nail on the head. Yeah, the, the rectangular dollars, but I don't know if it's right. Maybe we can ask him. But it seems to me like I heard a rumor. Several years ago, that he'd done some test work with Hendrix. You know, about okay. they got down on the testing, you know, and they had to watch what they were doing with the drivers. And it, uh, he went and tested one of them cars. No, he was a regular test driver for Gibbs. Yeah, for a he, while. And he, and, but he'd run this as fast whoever Gibbs had for the main driver. Yeah, that's been quite a few years ago. But yeah, he's, uh, he's going to be our guest on the second segment. And, um, had some pretty good races last weekend with, uh, the Cup Boys out in uh, Kansas, and Chase Elliott came through again. He did. That, that's two out of three, and three since, I think it's three out of ten or eleven since Watkins Glen. So he's uh, he's picking it up. Well, I, this may be bad to say, but that's a perfect example of having decent talent and a lot of money. That's a pretty good example. That, that's a very good example. I think he's pretty talented. Well, yeah, like I said, pretty good talent, but a lot of money. Yeah. Well, they, uh, 
he's the only Chevy left out of the eight cars, you know, still in it. And amazingly, all four of the house of the Stuart Haas cars are still in there. Uh, I was surprised. So that's half did, of them. I was surprised they never hooked up this week. Well, you know, they had it together at Talladega. Yeah. I mean, it was just a restrictor plate thing, I think, because they were unbeatable. But they couldn't, uh, they couldn't outthink the gas mileage as far as uh, Kurt Busch was concerned. But Kansas was a, it was a fast track. They were still dropping off into the first turn about 205 or 6 miles an hour. But it's just not like Talladega where you just, you put it on the floor and you take it off the floor yeah. when you make a pit stop. But they, you know, they did seem to have a pretty good crowd. And it wasn't really for a cookie-cutter track. It really wasn't that terrible of a race. No, it was a pretty decent no, race. I enjoyed it. I, I did. You know, I, I watched it, it and was I better. It. it was better than some of them we've seen. And, uh, and I didn't even go to sleep. <laughs> well, I might have, but I mean, I, it, 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 the end result. <laughs> and like I say, Chase Elliott, he, he's coming on. There's a lot of talent there. And like I say, Ron, there's a lot of money and, and resources behind him. And he could just, he might just... Win the crown jewel. He might. It took Bill Elliott. He raced all those years, and he only won it the one year. What was it 1988, I believe, Bill Elliott won? And uh, he was so close a lot of other times. And now Chase, uh, once he's broken through in the victory lane, he's getting to be a pretty regular visitor there. And he seems to be real popular. And, you know, he is popular. And uh, Bill Elliott, you know, used to win a ton of the most popular driver of the year, just like every year. Yeah. You want it just about every year. And you know, along with like Dale Jr. You know what I'm saying? It was just like for 10 years, you know, he was the most popular driver. And, and Million is, dollar and, bill. And he is, it, Bill's an awful nice guy. And I'm sure his son is, is just as nice. And that helps with your sponsors and, and the whole thing. Well, they're running at uh, Martinsville this weekend, which was a total washout yesterday with a nor'easter coming up through there. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if they were honestly supposed to qualify yesterday or maybe this morning. If it's this morning, I guess they'll get it in because that's a pretty fast-moving storm. And uh, But yesterday, I, I turned over there about 5 o'clock, and it was – you couldn't run a submarine around that track. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was really coming down. No, it, it was a complete washout yesterday. Maybe Nelson can give us a little insight into what, what their plans are. But I've always said that, you know, Martinsville – Usually is is about the deciding track for the guys that's in like the top three or four in a chase because at Martinsville you got to muscle yourself around that racetrack and 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 keep your car you know it, it, it's it's a place that was almost like designed for a Dale Earnhardt or somebody you know that just that, that could get around it and bump people and not tear your own car up. Well, I mean, it's the oldest track they run on. It's the only track that's run every single year of NASCAR. Of course, it was originally dirt. But that track's, uh, the the strictly stock division started in 1949, and Martinsville was on the schedule, and it still is. It's never come off. So, I mean, of of all the tracks, it is it is the grand old dame of uh, of the tracks. And they, sometimes they call it the big paper clip because of the long straightaways and narrow turns. And uh, is that going on right now? Yeah, Ronnie's showing me. They do have the truck race up there this afternoon, and it looks bright and sunshiny. And today at uh, 1 o'clock on FS1, they run the Texas Roadhouse 200 for the trucks. And 
with the uh, Xfinity cars off this week. That's how we were lucky or fortunate enough to be able to, to get Jeremy Clements. And, uh, right. of course, now that Xfinity race at Kansas was very interesting because going into the first turn on the first lap, two of the top people in the, uh, in the standings over there tangled in about an eight, six or seven or eight car pileup, and that was Michael Annette and uh, Austin Sendrick. And those two guys were out of it immediately. And that really opened the doors for uh, for some other people. And mainly for uh, Joe, uh, not Joe, but uh, I'm thinking of his brother, John Hunter Nemechek, who won his first Xfinity race. And, of course, the Nemechek, is, Nemechek is a famous racing family from down in Florida. They uh, Everybody remembers Front Row Joe, who was very popular. And now John is a... Uh, or not John. John is the one that passed away. He got killed at Homestead. In fact, I, right. my wife and I happened to be at that race when, it, when that happened. But John Hunter Nemechek was uh, a six-time truck winner. And he got in that number 42 car of Ganassi, which uh, Ross Chastain drove this year and won a race. And should have won Darlington until uh, Harvick took him out. So that's a good car. And it sort of had a revolving door. And last week... Uh, John Hunter Nemechek was fortunate enough to be sitting in the seat because it's, it is a good car, and, and he won the race. I, I want to point out that, and I don't really know the reason for this, but, you know, Jeremy, as I said early, Jeremy Clements, our Spartanburg driver, Dorman High School graduate, finished 10th, but started dead last. I, I don't know why he started 40th. I should know, I guess, but I don't. And um, so we'll find out how he was able to pass just about everybody. Didn't he have a bolt or something loose that uh, they told him he needed to tighten? And then when they tightened it, he told him, they told him, well, you made an improvement, so you got to go to the back in inspection. Well, I don't know, but that sounds like something they might pull. But that, he ought to think about pulling that every That week. happened with somebody, and, and I'm wanting to think it was with Jeremy. We'll, we'll find out in just a few minutes. Yeah, we will. NASCAR can pull. That's one thing that they, they need to kind of stop because that's the stuff that's really unpopular. I mean, but uh, that sounds about like a NASCAR move. Of course, I think that uh, 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 Jim France and uh, Mike Helton, who've teamed up on this deal since the demise of Brian France or whatever, but it, it are doing a, a really good job uh, on some things. And it's going to take some time, but we have seen better races. We've seen a better organization. We've seen a lot of things that's good. But, uh, uh, yeah, that, that, that sounds like a... Typical NASCAR move. So they tell you to fix something, and you fix it, and they say, oh, you approved the car. Go to the rear. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I, I think it may have been Jeremy. Somebody it happened to last week. Well, he did start dead last, and we'll find out more about that right after this break. We'll be back with Jeremy Clements. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. There's no points racing here. Greg, Perry, Ronnie, and Nelson are racing to win. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. 
Steve and Jerry here from the world-famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. The Beacon has served over 300 menu selections of burgers, barbecue, chicken, fish, and more for over 70 years. Jerry, what's been the most popular? Chili cheese, I ain't I need flounder. Cheeseburger like a burger, make it cry. Give me a bacon whip, no trim. <laughs> I had a feeling you'd say that. Join Steve and Jerry at the world-famous Beacon Drive-In, John D. White Senior Boulevard in Spartanburg. Hey, Plantae. Every now and then, we need to get away and relax. And there's no better way than spending time at the lake. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, South Carolina, is the perfect place to decompress. At Watery Lake RV, enjoy full hookups, a bathhouse, bar and grill, and a boat ramp marina with ethanol-free gas. Hookups available on nightly, weekly, or monthly. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, where families get away. Mention Fox Sports 1400 and get 5% off your stay up to three days. Call 803-273-3013. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Hey everyone, this is Tyler Sugar. And I'm Mitch. Join us for Spartanburg's only locally produced morning show, Bump and Run, every weekday morning from 7 to 9. I'll have your overnight scores and updates on the somewhat famous score days. High schools, Carolina, Clemson. We cover sports like nobody else in our area. Bump and Run, weekday mornings at 7 on Fox Sports 1400 and 98.3 FM. If you're riding around in your car listening to a game and your car radio sounds like this. And you want it to sound like this. There's the pass to Leitner. Puts it up. Then you need to visit Elite Audio on Asheville Highway. Elite Audio sells and installs premium audio systems for your vehicle. Car stereo speakers, DVD players, navigation systems, and so much more. So stop riding around listening to busted speakers and subpar audio quality and visit Elite Audio today online at EliteAudioOnline.com. Elite Audio, 1504 Asheville Highway. You dream it, we build it. It's football season, which means it's time for tailgates. To make your tailgate number one, you need to visit Game Day Barbecue in Duncan. Game Day Barbecue has all your favorites, including pulled pork, smokehouse chicken, ribs, and brisket. Match any of those with their eight homemade sides like mac and cheese and potato salad and you have a winning team game day barbecue 165 west main street in duncan open from 10 30 a.m till 8 p.m wednesday through saturday so stop in for lunch or dinner or give them a call at 864-249-6787 to cater your event or tailgate game day barbecue we do things the old-fashioned way For years now, we've been telling you about Palmetto Spirit's tremendous wine selection. We've told you about Palmetto Spirit's carrying special, small-batch, handcrafted bourbons and whiskeys that you can't find anywhere else. But what truly sets Palmetto Spirit's apart is their customer service. Jim and the entire staff knows wines and liquors and knows how to find you the perfect bottle for the perfect occasion. Palmetto Spirit's. Reedville Road on Spartanburg's west side, where customer service is the difference. It's almost time for the 5th Annual Sparkle City Shootout at Steakhorse Restaurant and Billiards. This year's tournament opens on Tuesday, October 30th at 6 with an added one-pocket challenge and the fun goes all the way through Sunday, November 4th, ending with a second-chance nine-ball tournament. VIP seating is available in the TV arena and seats can be reserved by the day or for the whole tournament. Open Mic Daily will be broadcasting live on Halloween and Thursday will be a fundraiser for Favor Spartanburg, which assists individuals battling opioid addiction. The 5th Annual Sparkle City Shootout from October 30th through November 4th only at Steakhorse Restaurant and Billiards. 
The Elite Audio Text Line is open via the Fox Sports 1400 app. Download it now by searching Fox Sports 1400, either at the Apple Store or via Google Play. And welcome back to Start Your Engines here at the Beacon Drive-In Studios. And it is my great pleasure to welcome our local hero, as far as I'm concerned. He's my favorite driver. Absolutely. Jeremy Clements. Jeremy, welcome to Start Your Engines. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. And that's a nice compliment. I appreciate that. Well, I tell you what, buddy. We talk about you every single week. And I, I tell them what you did and... What you didn't do, and uh, what you gonna do, and what you gonna do. So that's right, I Ronnie. Like that. No, we. Uh, I appreciate the support a lot. Thank you. Well, we do. We support you one hundred percent, and your family. And uh, actually, uh, the Clements family is as is as big a racing family, and we have a bunch of them here in Spartanburg with the Moores and the Pearsons, and uh, actually the Smiths with Lance. And I um, hope I don't leave one of them out, oh, but. Um, that goes back to a long time. Yeah, the Owenses. The Owenses? Oh, good grief, yes. So, uh, so, uh, yeah, I need to make a list. Write it down. Well, I tell you what, I don't know how many cities can boast so many uh, people in, in, the, in the same family in, in one town. But, Jeremy, you had a great run last week, and 10th uh, place, is um, that was a fine fine outing for you. Well, thank you. Yeah, it was, uh, it was crazy how that race started. Uh, a lot of them... Uh, crashing off of turn two there, and we had to start dead last. And well, I was man, talking I think, about that. How? How? And I don't know, and I probably should. But how is it you came to start dead last? I know you didn't qualify that slow. No, we just didn't get through tech uh, before it was time we could make a lap. So unfortunately, we a lot of people were having problems, but we did too, and couldn't get it right. You fix one thing, and it uh, affects another, and then. Yeah, just didn't make it, and uh, which I wasn't worried about. The only thing that uh, sucks to me is that we it messes up our pit stall selection for the next race because that's how you do your pit stall. For the people that don't know, uh, where, wherever you qualify, that's next week's pit stall selection. So we'll get to pick uh, dead last, so that that'll won't be good, but. I wasn't worried about starting last, especially at Kansas now. That place is so wide, you can pass uh, anywhere. So, in my head, I was like, turn one and two, don't lift, blow by about ten of them on my high side. So, Well, that was uh, the thing about it. You must have had a lot of fun. You you passed all but nine of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a lot he of fun. He was passing cars. That's what's cool. Yeah, that place is really racy now. It, it, they repaved it six years ago, and the asphalt's aged well, and you can... In the race, you run right by the wall to get the most grip, and yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's probably one of the most fun mile and a half there are because you know I know everybody's getting tired of those, but that one's uh, a good time. Jeremy, uh, now you said something just now that I didn't realize. I thought your qualifying uh, position determined your pit selection for that race, but it determines your no. pit selection for the next race. Correct. I didn't know that. Is that, is that the yeah, same way we're in Cup? Together. <laughs> is that just, oh, yeah, yeah. Cup, truck. I didn't. I, that's news to me. I didn't yeah, know that, that. I didn't know that they were doing that either. But Yeah, that, when we when we come in to, um, let's see, oh, Texas. I was trying to, where we race next. Uh, yeah, Texas. When we go into Texas next weekend, uh, crew chief, 15 minutes 
in when the garage opens, they go and pick the uh, pit stall for that race from from last week's qualifying. qualifying. Well, I guess that makes sense because you got to get in there and set up your pit, and you really wouldn't have time to. Do, you'd already have your pit set up if you'd already, if yeah. you, uh, you know, if you've qualified. So uh, I mean, now it makes perfect sense. There you go. That's yeah. exactly right. Well, thank you. You've enlightened me and made me see something that I should have figured out on my own. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was, no problem. That was, we're all that, here. That was new news right. to me. Yeah. And, Jeremy, we're all pulling for you to pick up a couple of points so you can move up into the qualifying group. Well, uh, the best we can get now is 13th, which that would be fine with me. We we didn't uh, – we had a lot of problems earlier in the year just, you know, uh, racing stuff, you know, uh, wrecks and uh, suspension failures and other things happening and got us behind and they're just, we were too big in a hole to try to make it in on points, then to win a race and unfortunately didn't do that and then, yeah so all that's done and now we can just finish 13th is the best but. Well you're I only you're, you're only six points out so I mean that's that's, that's real right. attainable and, uh, and you're about, you know that's that's something I think you're going to do. I mean, that's tell me. I want to ask you a question. What was your opinion? Because we haven't talked to anybody who's actually driven on that Roval at Charlotte. What would you think about that? Because that was a that was a, a, a monkey wrench for everybody. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, I got to give it up to iRacing for letting me get on their beta of that track to to make laps before I got there because I was I was nervous because I didn't really well I didn't know the track at all so. I, I was like, man, what do we do? What do we, uh, I don't know what gear to go in or where to break. And uh, that's a treacherous place, honestly. It's it's really slick in the infield part, you know, because it's a parking lot. So there wasn't a lot of grip, obviously. 17 and, and turns. That's a, that's a lot of turns, a lot of braking, a lot of gear changes. Yeah, and then um, the tire Goodyear brought was, was pretty hard because they had to make it withstand the, high rate of speed on the bank the oval track you know you're going 170 or 80 maybe uh through that part i mean we would get in the fourth and you'd be wide open and uh so they had to make it withstand all that and and then it made it treacherous in the infield but it was a lot of fun i applaud charlotte motor speedway for trying something different you know the fan turnout response from it that place was packed and yeah. there was a lot of excited people over it so i'm all for changing up uh, stuff, the schedule and track, whatever. So to get you know new blood and new people, and uh, we need the fans watching and coming. So whatever we got to do to do that, we, we need to do it. But it was fun. It was a little. Uh, it was pretty tight in there, and it was it was hard to pass. And then the first day uh, they had that tire barrier on the back stretch right. going through that chicane, and boy, that was treacherous. That was. That was awful. I hated that. I even got interviewed on TV before qualifying, and I said, if there's any way we can move that tire barrier back, uh, just, heck, even a couple feet would be great. Well, I mean, a couple of people did move it. <laughs> I know. They did. I mean, I hate that that happened to them, for sure, but it helped uh, all me and a lot of other people because it moved it back, and that, that wasn't so treacherous, but... They had these blue, uh, they called them turtles. Turtles. You know, and man, you hit that. I hit one because I couldn't, I was behind a person. I couldn't see exactly, and they kind of hit it, and then I really hit it, and I jumped over that thing, and it 
it made my eyes shut because it got so high in the air. I mean, I was like, oh, my God. Don't do that again. <laughs> you like those road courses, though, don't you, Jeremy? Well, it gives us a chance to, to race, you know, uh, being a small team, racing uh, cup teams with several million dollars and engineering and sim and all this stuff. It's hard to compete against those guys most of the time, but a road course kind of helps us out, makes the playing field a little more even. You still got to have a good car for sure, and but you, the driver can hustle it more so than just like a, you know, a mile and a half. If if we unload at Kansas uh, and we're we're a fifteenth place car, man, there's not a whole lot I can do. A lot of times, until uh, the tires wear out in a run, and you can move around, but you, you've got what you got kind of with speed. But at a road course, you can you can hustle it and get in deeper and. It's just easier to to make up for it. We're talking to Jeremy Clements this morning on uh, Start Your Engines. Yeah, Jeremy, uh, this this is this Greg talking. And one thing that that I thought, and I want your opinion on it, and I've heard different things, but I felt like, and I may be totally wrong, but I felt like they didn't need to put a chicane in the back stretch to start with. Now. What was the driver's beef on that? I mean, was was that a good thing or a bad thing? But I, I felt like that their deal overall come over real good, even with that. But there was a lot of controversy about the chicane in the back stretch, and I was wondering what it would happen if they hadn't had it. That's a good question. I, I don't really know. I mean, everybody's got an opinion about how the track could have been, and I just wish it was a little wider, but... Um, well, I think you'd have been like doing that. about 200 miles an hour if they hadn't have put it in there. Yeah, I mean, we were, even uh, with the, see, we had a road force car, road force setup. Even going through three and four after that chicane and you weren't even going, um, you would shift back in the fourth because you were in the third through the chicane. And then you're back in the fourth and you're you're getting, I don't know how fast you're going, but. I, sometimes after the tires started wearing, I had to let off to, to let it turn. And, man, if we were going through there without that chicane, I don't know if those road force cars could have made it through there with the setup they had in them, if that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Jeremy, tell us a little bit about your sponsor now. Uh, you've, you've had it, as far as I know, every every race this year that I, that I can recall right off the top of my pointed head. And, um, and that's repairablevehicles.com. Tell us about your sponsor. Yeah, RepairableVehicles.com. They've been a big supporter for years and have done a ton for us. And every year they've stepped up and, and done more, and, and we're trying to do more. And it's been great. Brad and those guys, uh, Brad's the owner, and, and Jeff that have been super great to us. And they're a small deal like we are, so we're all working together to make the most of it. But we've got several sponsors. We've got, uh, we had a Travers at, uh, uh, in Spartanburg. Uh, on the car at Charlotte. And then, you know, we've got a lot of local people helping us too, like Carolina Driveline and Elite Towing and Flounder Fish Camp. I mean, it's just, it takes a lot to make this deal work. And um, yeah, with with people like that, we're, we're able to keep it going as long as we can and try to make it the best we can. Well, we and, need to uh, get you a Fox Sports Spartanburg decal on there. I don't know what that would cost, but uh, we'd like to be a part of it too. That'd be great. We talk I, about I, you every that, week. Yeah, we'd like that to do would be that. Cool. We that do, would be really cool. We do help help out uh, 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 an A gasser that, that <laughs> yeah. runs, runs good. I mean, on drag strip, 
And he painted our name oh, yeah. on there, so yeah, he, he, can't, he can't take it off cheaply. Yeah, he, oh, he, he put it on. We, we gave him a little bit of pretty good money, and he, he runs good. I mean, he runs he, he runs real good. But uh, Yeah, that's sweet. I like that. Yeah. That is painting it on. Wow, that's, that's old school stuff. <laughs> it is. It, it's painted on there. So uh, so what's it look like for next year? I mean, I, 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 hope, uh, I hope you're going to be on the track. I, I haven't heard anything... To the contrary, but uh, I know we sure love pulling for you and watching you each week. Uh, things uh, forming up for next next year, okay? Well, you know, it's a family-owned deal, and we just kind of, besides just talking about it a little bit here and there, but nothing's really been set in stone, but I, I don't see anything changing. I, I've been talk, trying to talk to, you know, uh, cup teams and whatever, just different things, and, and man, it just takes um, a ton of money to go, uh, especially cup racing, but to go to a, just say a Joe Gibbs racing, uh, in Xfinity or whatever, you need, uh, you know, four to six million dollars to drive for that team for that year. So, um, <laughs> we get, we get, you know, a fraction of that. So, yeah, just, uh, trying to stay in the sport. Uh, this thing, uh, I never take it for granted. You know, it could go away anytime and I'm just able, blessed to be able to do what i love to do and and have fun and and then a lot of times we're competitive and hey we're on a streak of 14 top 20 so that's really cool ever since daytona when we crashed there uh for such speedway race but yeah uh hopefully i want to finish the year out strong get get another top 10 or two hopefully and and keep the top 20 streak going and finish 13th in points and that uh catapult us into the next year because the higher you finish in points, the more money you get. We uh, we need that to buy uh, newer cars and everything we need to make this deal go even better and faster. So, yeah, hopefully next year will be the same unless something changes and uh, just trying to keep it going. Well, I know 13 is an unlucky number for some people, but we hope you can find those six points or, that you need and, uh, and get up there and finish 13th. I got to mention one thing. Now, I know we had you on about the same time last year because if I'm not mistaken... You were in Orlando at Disney World or something, and you were talking about how oh, yeah. crazy you are about about Halloween. So, uh, how's Halloween shaping up for you this year? Oh yeah, I love Halloween. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> and I like dressing up. I like going to haunted houses or whatever. So, you've done a few of those for sure. I didn't make it to Orlando. I've done that the past two years to go to the Halloween Horror Nights. That's a lot of fun. That is uh, that's a blast and. Uh, I think we're going to go to Scarewinds tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night, do that deal, ride roller coasters, and go to their haunted houses. But, yeah, I always love doing that. It's Scarewinds. So and, <laughs> yeah, Scarewinds, that's right. So, yeah, anytime I can, uh, the off weekend has been full. That's, well, it will be full of that stuff. Uh, the rain yesterday uh, definitely hurt those plans. Yeah. Well, Jeremy, trick up your car and treat us to a good run next week in Texas. <laughs> I like that. Good one, good one. <laughs> Well, Jeremy, you know, we're always pulling for you here. Always. And uh, anything we can do to help, we will. And uh, like I say, you hold a pretty steering wheel. You can get the job done. We just, somebody out there just needs to cough up some money. That's all yeah, it takes. I appreciate that a lot. Seriously, guys, thanks a ton. Thanks for having me on. And we'll keep trying to make Spartanburg proud. And You do. You really you do. Are. You are. I love to watch that finish at Road America when uh, when they mentioned Spartanburg and uh, and the Clements team from Spartanburg, South Carolina, and Jeremy Clements. That's just a that's a highlight 
Point to, of, to watch that over and over on YouTube. Just a point of pride. It is. It really is. Oh, I know. I, I still get chills thinking about that race. That was an amazing day. And, and yeah, I, I want to do that some more, obviously. You win one, which I used to win a lot <laughs> before Xfinity Series, but you win one and it just it just makes you hungrier for more. So uh, that hunger is, is, is ready to get another win for sure. Well, I'm telling you what, we'll be right there riding with you. Maybe not, uh, maybe not in the shotgun, but we're with yeah. you everywhere you go. And uh, and we really appreciate you coming on. Start your engines this morning and uh, stay in touch with us. We uh, we love having you on. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me again. That's Jeremy Clements. I tell you what, they don't come any better, any nicer than Jeremy. And uh, you're right about absolutely right about that. Yep, and, and how, he's a and how good he talks. Yeah, well, he's a. I mean, he's a. He's smoker. polished. He, he's polished, man. He he's he's that's the right stuff. Yep. Well, we're gonna uh, take our last break here before we uh, find out if Nelson's at uh, Martinsville and what's going on with him. You're listening to Start Your Engines on from the Beacon Driving Studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. There's no points racing here. Greg, Perry, Ronnie, and Nelson are racing to win. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Steve and Jerry here from the world-famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. The Beacon has served over 300 menu selections of burgers, barbecue, chicken, fish, and more for over 70 years. Jerry, what's been the most popular? Chili cheese, I plant die. I need flounder. Cheeseburger like a burger, make it cry. Give me a bacon whip, no trim. <laughs> I had a feeling you'd say that. Join Steve and Jerry at the world-famous Beacon Drive-In, John B. White Senior Boulevard in Spartanburg. I plant die. Tired of eating fast food for lunch every day? Wish you could have a good home-cooked meal but can't find the time? Well, now you can. Rascal's Eatery on Asheville Highway is now serving lunch. So stop on in and enjoy a meat-and-three plate with choices like fried chicken, country ham, or chicken fried steak. All served with your choice of homemade veggies like green beans and mac and cheese. Rascal's Eatery is conveniently located at 1455 Asheville Highway and is now serving these lunch specials every day from 11 to 3. Rascal's Eatery, serving the comfort foods you crave. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASE certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Frank's for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Frank's for the Memories? Because hot dogs for the Memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Frank's for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep-fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Frank's for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like french fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Frank's for the Memories 468 Oak Grove Road next to Westview Elementary is open for lunch Monday through Saturday till 3.30 p.m. Frank's for the Memories. Want to text the show? Download our app to use the Elite Audio text line. Search Fox Sports 1400 either at the Apple Store or via Google Play now. 
Throughout your life, you've worked hard to accumulate assets, to build wealth, and to provide for your family. You've built a comfortable life full of shared memories and experiences. Providing and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. While having a will is important, it's not the only way. That is why developing an estate plan can be the best thing you will ever do for them. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster, in the Spartanburg office of Jannie Mac. Montgomery Scott can help you to design a customized estate plan that can protect and preserve your assets for the next generation. The sooner you begin, the sooner you can be at ease knowing that your loved ones will be provided for as you intended. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs at 864-585-8282. That's 585-8282 or visit TrentLancaster.com. Jenny Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. Every now and then, we need to get away and relax. And there's no better way than spending time at the lake. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, South Carolina, is the perfect place to decompress. At Watery Lake RV, enjoy full hookups, a bathhouse, bar and grill, and a boat ramp marina with ethanol-free gas. Hookups available on nightly, weekly, or monthly. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, where families get away. Mention Fox Sports 1400 and get 5% off your stay up to three days. Call 803-273-3013. Mm-mm. A sausage gravy and biscuit and a hot McCafe coffee from McDonald's. Look at that flaky golden biscuit and creamy sausage gravy. Well, I can swear I'm back home with Mama cooking us up some biscuits. I'd tell her Mama. Yeah, baby? Mama, what are you doing here? They got good sausage gravy and biscuits here and i don't want to spend all day in the kitchen now scooch over wake up to a two dollar mcdonald's sausage gravy and biscuit and any size mccafe coffee for only a dollar here's a dollar go get mama a couple mccafe coffee and participating mcdonald's for a limited time cannot be combined with any offer or comp- nelson crozier is trackside and ready to go What's going on at this week's big race? Let's go live to Nelson now. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing, Nelson? We uh, um, see some bright sunshine there at Martinsville this morning. Yep. Uh, welcome change. Uh, you know, they just finished cup practice, the first one that they've had all weekend. Uh, and our... Uh, Emerald had a little bit of a problem with the right front, so I'm not sure exactly what it was, but, uh, you know, they're working on it, trying to get that corrected. Uh, Brad Keselowski was uh, the fastest in this practice, and they've got one more practice before they qualify later this afternoon. So the rain didn't do anything yesterday to, uh, I mean, they didn't have anything but practice yesterday? That didn't, that the qualifying didn't get rained out or any of that stuff? Uh, no, uh, the cup schedule, they weren't even scheduled to unload until uh, this morning. Okay. However, all of the truck practice uh, yesterday got washed out. So, uh, you know, I think it got uh, qualifying a little bit, and then they'll race this afternoon, and the cup cars will qualify after the cup race. And the truck race is at, I believe, 1 o'clock today, right? Uh, I think they might have put it back a little bit, but I think it's about 1 o'clock. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, I won last week with uh, Chase Elliott, so I'm only a one win behind you. I'm tied with uh, I'm tied with Ronnie, and uh, Greg's got to win them all. He's got to run the table to, to have a chance. That, I think you got that backwards. You tied with Nelson. 
I'm, one behind me. Uh, uh, that's what I meant. I was looking at you and I got my <laughs> tongue tangled up. Yeah, I'm tired. Not that with... I'm going to nitpick you, but. <laughs> Nelson, yeah, I mean, this, this is a, a pride thing. There's nothing at stake other than I won. But, uh, yeah, Nelson, well, you and I are tied and we're one behind Ronnie. So uh, let's go ahead and get that out of the way. And I'm going to, I'll go first and I'm going to go with Chase again. He seems to be on a hot streak. And Greg's already picked uh, the Wood Brothers because it's their home track. Who do you like, Nelson? I think I'll go with Brad again. He's kind of let me down, but it's about time for him to win one. And Ronnie? I'm going to go with the 18. I like his style of driving to do well on this little track. Okay, you got him. Well, Nelson, what, uh, you know, I, I know we talked about this earlier in the year, and I didn't bring it up last week. Uh, and I don't remember why we got off on something else, but I'm telling you what, I don't think, uh, I, Jeff Burton, I mean, he hardly has a chance to take a breath. He talks all the time. I mean, you know, on the broadcast on television and between him and Latart and, and Junior, I know when they had that finish at Talladega, he was screaming and yelling and, and the same thing on the Roval. You couldn't, Rick. Allen is supposed to be the lead announcer, and you couldn't hear him for, uh, you know, for Jeff Burton talking so much. I tell you, four people in a booth, is that's ridiculous. Well, you know, there's been a lot of complaints about that, and, you know, they treat it like a radio comedy show, not like calling a race. Uh, this is one reason a lot of people who used to be uh, racing fans are going to watch golf. Uh, because it's relaxing, there uh, there's not any animosity, uh, and uh, the announcers are cool, calm, and collected. They're not screaming and hollering, uh, you know, and... Uh, and they're not trying to one-up each other. No, they're not. They're, they're telling you what the golfers are doing, and that's how it used to be that the uh, announcers on racing were. Uh, but it's gotten where it's a free-for-all anymore. It really uh, is. You know... People say, darn, I'm going to be glad when Fox is off and we're rid of Daryl Walsh. Well, you know, two races in the uh, NBC side, they're saying, gee, I'm, I'm sorry I was bad-mouthing Daryl. He's not <laughs> as bad as what we've got now. Uh, but, you know, they need to get more knowledgeable announcers. Uh, and drivers are not necessarily knowledgeable. They're supposed to add color to it. Right. Uh, they're not supposed to be uh, the main scope of it. And that's what's happened. The uh, uh, announcers, the drivers who are now announcers, uh, they figure they're the stars of the show. Uh, and what they're talking about, not necessarily what the uh, viewers want to hear. Yeah, and it's like they they just, as soon as one stops talking, the other, the other one starts and, Rick Allen is the main announcer, and, and he talks probably the least of any of them. Well, that's it. And, uh, you know, it, it's kind of frustrating, uh, you know, when you're watching it. And, you know, for a long time, people uh, would say, well, you know, I watched the race, but I listened to it on the MRN. Well, MRN's announcers, you're following pretty much the same suit where they think it's a comedy show. And... Uh, both radio and TV, they say in our production meeting, we talked about this and whatever. The production meeting is supposed to be, I don't want to say private, but that's where you discuss 
how are the shows are going to go and whatever. And that's not what you're supposed to talk about on uh, on the air. You know, absolutely. That's what set, the, uh, set the stage for that's not supposed to be the primary objective. That falls right into the category that you don't want to know how the sausage is made. <laughs> no, you don't. And anytime you've been to Hollywood and you've seen the, uh, you know, the back lot stages and whatever, it takes a lot of the uh, mystique out of it. Right. Well, you know, it's just, it, it, I don't know why they don't realize it. I, I, I long for the... The days of Bob Jenkins and Benny Parsons or uh, Mike Joy and Ned Jarrett, uh, ever how it used to be, you know, the, some of those combinations when you just had one guy there who knew what he was talking about. And uh, Benny was so laid back and everything. He was he was great to listen to. But this, if it was me, I would have Rick Allen and, and Dale Jr. I think I think Dale Jr. does a pretty good job. And, uh, and, well, and I that's think, all you need, I think. I think Jeff Gordon fits in that category that you're talking about. I think he does a good job, and, and he's not trying to be a comedian. And he, he does know about a lot of the stuff that I don't know about. I don't, I'm sure not you, Nelson, but I think Jeff does a good job. Jeff does, but again, Jeff was a professional. He was a professional when he was driving, whether you liked him or not. You know, he was all business when he was in the race car. And that's the same thing when he's in the TV booth. He's there for business. He's not there, uh, you know, to profile. Yeah, and he uh, he's got a pretty wide footprint being a, a host of Saturday Night Live and Regis and Kathy. And, I mean, you got to hand it to Jeff Gordon. You stick him in just about any any situation on the air. And, uh, I mean, he can handle it. He's comfortable with anything. Movies. He is, and it shows. uh and that's the problem with some of the other ones. They're not really comfortable there. And, uh, you know, when you're uncomfortable and get excited, that's when your uh, voice goes up about three octaves uh, and, uh, you know, the pace speeds up. Uh, well, it makes... like it is. Yeah, it, it makes me uncomfortable. So, uh, well, getting back to racing, uh, I guess we've seen the last of... Uh, um, Oh, man, my mind just went completely blank. Who's the guy that drove the 95 car um, that's having the health issues with the dehydration? Right, yeah, he, he's not going to be back in the rest of the year. What? Uh, I can't think of his name. What's his name? <laughs> you know, uh, you say that, it, it make me draw blank. We've both gone blank. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he's going to drive, you know, his sprint cars and some stuff like that. But uh, he just can't handle the pace of the uh, you know, longer races. Well, I'm going to think of his name here if it kills me. It'll probably be about 2 o'clock this afternoon. But um, the uh, but he he had announced that he was going to retire after this year anyway, right? So he's, uh, I mean, so I think, my understanding is there's not a next year for him. <coughs> not in uh, driving. Uh, no, but he would still be driving, uh, you know, some of the sprint cars or some of the dirt races, you know. Uh, Deep in the net No. Or is that who's going in it? That's who's racing it now. Well, what in the world is wrong with me? I can see he's, he's from Human Claw, Washington. Right. <laughs> I can think of his name. I keep wanting to say Mears, but I know it's not Mears. Anyway, oh. um, uh, we, we're going to have... A lot of changes for next year. It's obvious that a lot of the older drivers aren't coming back, or some of them, not a lot of them. Uh, 
Jamie McMurray comes to mind. I don't think you'll ever see Matt Kenseth in a car again. I I don't know how they feel about if that was well, classified as, a, as an experiment or not, but it, he did nothing. Well, hold, hold up there for a second. Uh, you will see Matt Kenseth in the car tomorrow. Reagan Smith? Nope, not Reagan Smith. Oh, okay, well, I mean, I knew he was going to finish out this year, but they'd already said he wasn't going to... Um, he, he wasn't going to be back next year, and Casey Kane. Casey Kane. Thank you. Good grief, God, oh, my Casey Kane. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't. I didn't realize that about. Uh, I didn't. I hadn't seen the lineup for this week. I didn't know if he was still sharing that ride with with uh, with Trevor Bain or not. Right. That, uh, that six car. He's going to be back in it this weekend. Okay. Well, I mean. I think I would have thought he'd have done a little better than he did, and you just you don't ever hear him even mentioned. Uh, what about well, here's, uh, here's the thing: uh, the consensus is that that uh, six car, you know, has not been up to par uh, mechanically uh, all season. Whether that's fact or fiction, that that's the general consensus, and that's the reason they brought Matt in to try to figure out what was wrong with the car and. Uh, you know, he's improved it, but it's still got a way to go. Uh, you go to Stuart Haas cars, all the cars are the same. You know, you know, a week before the race, you go in, the cars are all sitting there with no numbers on. And they can flip a coin and decide which one's which because they are identical. The Roush cars, unfortunately, are not identical. Well, I don't know... If you can even make cars identical, I mean, they tried to do that with the IROC series, and it, you know, I think that was the, the the litmus test of trying to make identical cars, and so the drivers would determine it. But I, I think about as close as you'll ever get to identical cars were the way those cars of uh, Stuart Haas were at Talladega. I mean, they were they were in a whole different class. Right. Well, you know, uh, when they decide who's going to drive which car, the springs and the shocks. Uh, Andy sway bars, those things are all customized to the driver. But uh, other than that, the cars are identical. The um, six car next year, that is the car that Ryan Newman's going to go in. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. Well, it's been a while since uh, that car was a consistent winner. Uh, I don't know if you have to go all the way back to Mark Martin, but uh, it's been a while since that car was uh, you know, always up front. Nelson, what else can we look for this weekend? Uh, what's the scoop there at uh, Martinsville? Well, uh, obviously there are going to be some paybacks. You know, you can draw your own conclusions on who or what. <laughs> uh, this is the but, place to uh, do it. Uh, it is, and, you know, uh, some of the uh, truck drivers had a press conference this morning, and uh, some of them referred to, uh, well, you know, I'm going to drive like it's Martinsville, and you better not be in my way. I just hope that, uh, the cup race is not like that. Well, Nelson, we, uh, we're we looking forward to the truck race this afternoon. And the cup race is tomorrow at um, 2.30 on NBCSN. And we appreciate you coming on the show. You got any last thoughts or anything? You, a lot of times when I sign off with you, you got one more thing to say. So you got one this week? Well, yeah, something totally off the wall. Go ahead. Uh, Penske sent one of the... Uh, Cup cars, uh, 22 cars to Australia to the Gold Coast, and they had uh, a demo race which was very well accepted. So 
We might be going to Australia sometime next year. Time I can, timey kangaroo down. Well, now, did they move the steering wheel over to the right side of the, the cockpit? No, they kept it where it is. But now they ran it, Australia, a few years ago. I mean, I know they did Japan, but didn't they? They tried Australia back in the 90s or but 80s. Some drivers went down, but it wasn't really uh, a sanctioned uh, event. Uh, but uh, a lot of used uh, cup equipment goes to Australia. Oh, I see. Now, don't they run uh, backwards to what we're used to seeing in Australia? I believe so, but I'm not sure. Seems uh, like I remember seeing some Australian races that I thought looked peculiar. Oh, I thought race cars were, stock cars were built to turn left. That might be a, an issue. Yeah, I think, they, <laughs> I, I think in Australia they turn right. All right, well, guys in those wallabies and kangaroos and things. Yeah, but a uh, tremendous amount of cup equipment goes to Australia. Wow. And uh, the, uh, the bad thing is uh, there's a tremendous terror uh, when you send parts down there. Mm. So uh, you know, it's very expensive. I bet. Hey, eat a hot dog for Greg, okay? Uh, he still holds the record at 23 as far as <laughs> <laughs> He stepped out for a second, but I, uh, that was the last thing he mentioned was uh, tell, tell Nelson to eat a hot dog for me. We appreciate you coming on the show, Nelson. You're the best. We'll talk to you next week from Texas. You got it. Okay, that's Nelson Crozier. I tell you what. He's my favorite guy to talk to. And he is what, Ronnie? The smartest man in the world. The smartest man in the world. Let's touch on what else is going on. We mentioned that uh, the they run the first data 500 tomorrow for the cup cars at um, Martinsville. That's at 2.30 on NBCSN. And next week they'll be going to Texas for the AAA Texas 500 at 3 o'clock on NBCSN. They've, uh, of course, narrowed it down. We're down to the final eight cars, half of which are... Uh, Stuart Haas cars, and the point standings as it sits right now with those eight are Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, Martin Truex, Chase Elliott, who's on a he's on a charge, Clint Boyer, Joey Logano, Kurt Busch, and Eric Almarola. So uh, those are the eight you got to watch, and we're going to run three more races and get rid of one of those. We'll run Martinsville, Texas, and then Phoenix, and we'll be down to the final four. So this is the first race of the next um, the next to last elimination stage. Xfinity cars are off, as I told you earlier when we interviewed Jeremy Clements. They'll be back next Saturday for the O'Reilly Auto Parts 300. That's at 3.30. And next week, both races will be on the mothership, NBC, Channel 4 around here, if, uh, if you've got uh, the proper... Uh, cable system or whatever. It's always been Channel 4 to me, NBC. Uh, cable, ta- satellite, I think it's all Channel 4. Okay. Well, that's what they flash up on the screen. And Jeremy's trying to get up to 13th place in the standings, which is as high as he can get. And he's only six points back. The trucks run today at 1 o'clock for the Texas Roadhouse 200. That's on uh, FS1. You'd think they'd run the Texas Roadhouse 200 next week at Texas, but they don't. They run it this week at Martinsville. They run the uh, Jag Metals 350 next week at Texas. And um, they've only got three races to go, with um, the point leader being, let me get it here, I had it a second ago, Johnny Sauter, an old-timer. And finally, Formula One runs Sunday at Mexico, 
And they had a winner last, arriba, arriba. They had a winner last week at uh, the U.S. Grand Prix at Austin, which was uh, Kimi Raikkonen, who had not won a race since the first race of 19, uh, 19, of uh, 2013. He'd gone 113 races in a row without a win, which is a record for Formula One between uh, having to win a race uh, from your last win to your next win. And uh, that was in a Ferrari. It was a pretty exciting race. And yes, they will be at Circuit Hermanos Rodriguez, named after Ricardo and Pedro Rodriguez, who both passed away behind the wheel of a Formula One car. Well, no. Actually, Pedro was in a sports car race in uh, Germany. But anyway, that will be next. Uh, that will be this Sunday. And it's at 3 o'clock on ABC. So once again, the Formula One goes head to head with NASCAR. And last week, Formula One beat out NASCAR, and uh, their viewership was up like 40%. So uh, we appreciate it. Ronnie, good show. Had fun today. It was Enjoy fun. talking to Jeremy. Jeremy's the best. And uh, everybody take care, stay cool, or stay warm. Yes. Buy some firewood and keep it between the fences. Happy Halloween. Bo- You've been listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved. We are Fox We're now on FM. Hear all of our programming at 98.3 Fox Sports 1400.